for the week of October 24th, 2021. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. Wise from your grave. Josh. Here is your news, Josh. This is just for you. I picked this out. Pick the news out just for you. I don't care who's listening. It's your news, Josh. I assume this is Yakuza. I'm so excited. No. Uh, so first up, this is hot off the wire uh, for, as of Friday morning. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp coming out December 3rd. Oh, no. Delayed till spring 2022. I am not surprised. Yeah. No, I'm okay with that. Nintendo's all about perfecting things. They don't pull a cyberpunk. <laughs> well, we've got more news they, about that later. Um, they pull a Metroid Prime 4 instead. That's right. Um not surprised. I, while I'm, I'm tentatively excited for it because I really enjoyed these first two games on Game Boy Advance. Um, mm-hmm. I did not care for the look of this when they revealed it um, last spring. Um, looked a little too uh, Fisher Price for me. But anyway, yeah. it might still look Fisher Price by the time it's done. But they said it needs time for a little more fine tuning, uh, and we will be battling with Andy and friends soon. Uh, as a reminder, it uh, this is a remake of the turn-based strategy games Advanced War, Advance Wars, and Advance Wars Two: Black Hole Rising, originally released on the Game Boy Advance. Let's cut down uh, to uh, I was skipped down to a later news story that I was going to save, but since we're you already mentioned it and we're talking about delays anyway, um, the uh, updates, the next-gen updates, the PS5 and Xbox Series X updates of. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt have been delayed until 2022. So it'll be, you know, another probably six months until I bother popping mine in my PS5. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoyed it on my PS5. I think it's a gorgeous looking game. So I'm Yeah, a... well, I wanted to wait until they had the full-on update, right? And until also they shook out the fucking bugs. Um, but uh, they did not uh, say much in their statement. They just said uh, that they've decided to allocate additional time to both projects. Uh, and let's see, based on the timeline, they're saying that Cyberpunk 2077 PS5 and Xbox Series X, those versions should be available in the first quarter of 2022, while The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt should come in the second quarter. Hmm. So delays, delays, delays. Yeah, that's that's the world we live in, man. Let's talk about announcements. Got a couple. Oh uh, this one also just happened uh, this morning, uh, Friday morning when we're recording. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy is coming to jam- damn near everything, including Switch. Um, it is uh, coming on November 11th with a physical release coming on December 7th. This includes Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, it is called the Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition. Um, the updated awesome. versions will feature new aiming and shooting controls modeled off the smoother controls from GTA 5. It will also feature that later game's weapon and radio station wheels, as well as an improved mini-map that allows players to set their destination. Uh, yeah. can, you, uh, can you imagine, John, just, just, just sit back now. Think about in December when you're open out, opening up your copy 
of the GTA trilogy. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming you are. I'll be there on um, launch day. Yeah. And you're going to be popping that son of a bitch in and playing it on a, on a Nintendo console? I yeah. couldn't even say that. I couldn't even speak. Ninety-nine times in a head. That's a that's a little great outdoors reference for you. Yeah, I this is too that's too much game, man. Like three of these damn things. I I I don't know. It's too much game. I I ain't got time for this shit. Just imagine though, what is the Switch got? Thirty-two gigs of memory on it. So what? What are they going to do? It's going to take like 60 gigs. You're going to have to put an SD card in there. To, yeah. I can't imagine it fitting on one. Oh, uh, no. I don't know. No, I, I can't imagine anybody having a Switch without an SD card. Crazy talk. Um, Rock, Rockstar also promised updated character and vehicle models, new weather system, and a suite <clears throat> of graphical improvements. So uh, the Switch version will have its own special control updates, including gyro aiming controls, if you're into that sort of shit, and touchscreen camera options. Right. No, no touchscreen. God yeah. damn, come on. I don't mind uh, if, if if they if it's not like gimmicky, you know. If, if it's for handheld mode and they're like, oh, to save yourself some time, just touch it. Touch this thing. I guess. Um, yeah, like I said, November 11th, uh, it's also coming to Game Pass. So if you got Game Pass, you ain't got to buy it. That's pretty slick. That's pretty that slick. That's pretty slick. And the final announcement that we're going to talk about this week, final news item, is Concerned Ape, the creator of Stardew Valley, has announced yeah. uh, a new game called Haunted Chocolatier, a new mm. RPG simulation game. Currently, the only confirmed platform is PC, but he said he has every intention of bringing it to other major platforms as well. So we'll see this on everything. Just like we did Stardew Valley. So, you want to hear a little bit about it, Jash? I'd love to hear it about it. I'm chocolate. sure you would. Chocolate. Hit me with it. I, I, I like, uh, you know, I like the chocolate vibe it's got going on. So, in this game, you will play as a chocolatier living in a haunted castle. In order to thrive in your new role, you will have to gather rare ingredients, make delicious chocolates, and sell them in a chocolate shop. Like Stardew Valley... Haunted Chocolatier is another town game where you move into a town and try your hand at a new way of living. You'll get to know the townspeople, achieve your goals, and make progress in many ways. All of that is similar to Stardew Valley. However, the core gameplay and theming are supposedly quite a bit different. Haunted Chocolatier is more of an action RPG. And instead of a farm being the focal point of your endeavors, it's a chocolate shop. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know what to think of that. So is that, okay, what's that coming out on? Is that going to be on Steam? Blacked Steam? out again, didn't you? Yeah, PC, and then uh, he's bringing it to everything else. Well, okay, <laughs> no, the reason I was asking is because is it going to be on Steam Linux and Steambox? Or oh, whole, I don't know. Probably starting with Windows, I would assume. I don't know. Well, uh, Stardew Valley was on Linux and Windows simultaneously, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just said PC. It's coming out on PC, starting with. You've literally fallen asleep while I was talking about a football game once on this goddamn same podcast. So don't yeah, it's because you were talking about a football game. You were talking about a <laughs> chocolate factory. Jesus Christ, what is this, Willy Wonka? That's hey, right. You know what, though? I wanted to ask about <laughs> um, Advanced Wars. So that Advanced Wars 1 and 2, does that by chance have a, a secret download for Battalion Wars? That was the one I actually enjoyed on that series. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. Damn it. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, buddy. All right, that's it for our news. Let's head over to the new releases. Mm. 
All right, so maybe there will be a game or two we recognize this week. Let's, let's find <laughs> out. Uh, Iron Harvest for the next-gen consoles. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy uh, coming to pretty much everything. Um, that one I don't know what to think about, man. It just eh, doesn't doesn't look like my cup of tea. Uh, NASCAR 21 Ignition for uh, uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Workshop Simulator. You can build yourself some furniture. Super Robot Wars 30. I don't know if that means it's like the 30th iteration of this game or what, uh, but it's coming out on PC. Age of Empires 4 PC. That's a kind of a big deal, right? I think so. I think a lot of people will be very excited about that. Not me, but a lot of people. I think that's a Game Pass thing, too. Uh, Backbone. Uh, this is coming to all the PlayStations and all the Xboxes. Dusk makes its way to the Switch. Here's one. Fatal Frame, Maiden of Blackwater. Uh, coming to everything. A new Fatal Frame game, huh? I snuck in out of nowhere. That's that's actually really big news, especially around the Halloween season. Holy shit. Yeah. Riders Republic coming to everything except for Switch and including Stadia. <clears throat> so is that Riders Republic or Writers Republic? Because I'm kind of excited about an idea of, of someone critiquing my writing. Is that what this is all about? <laughs> nope, nope. You're riding. You're riding. Oh, like horse riding? Uh, riding cars, man. Let me look. Uh, this I think I read something about this the other day. Um. Riders Republic. Hold on. We're giving this way too much time already. <laughs> no, I, it's uh, it's, this actually looks like it could be a pretty damn good game. Unfortunately, it's Ubisoft, so um, it's a it's a mass multiplayer playground, man. Uh, shred oh. the snow. Uh, you can ride on your bikes, your snowboards, your your skis, whatever, man. You're just shredding through the snow. <clears throat> so no your snowmobiles. No. No horses and no cars, so neither of us were on track yeah, with that. No, we were both wrong. And no writing. And so, if it's Ubisoft, then uh, there's a good chance there's rabbits in the game too. I yeah, assume, right? Probably. You got biking, snowboarding, skiing, and a flying wingsuit can take down the mountain, man. This sounds like Steep. I really yeah. like Steep. Steep yeah. is a great game. Yeah. Uh, Roki. Roki for next-gen consoles. Don't know what that is. Here's an interesting one. Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars. This is the one that was just announced like a month or two ago at the Nintendo Direct. It's coming out to PS4, Switch, and PC. Made by uh, Yoko Taro, the near and near automata uh, guy. Um, it's a card game. Looks pretty sweet. Uh, there's a demo out there. I should probably check it out. And then finally, Mario Party <laughs> Superstars. This is like the... You know, the, the, yeah, their greatest hits. Their Smash Brothers Ultimate version of Mar Mario Party Superstars. My son asked me if we could buy it, and I said, fuck no. Um, <laughs> because I always buy these multiplayer games for my family. We either play them once and never play them again, or we just never play them. So I'm like, nope, not nope. doing it, suckas. So that's that. Anything on the list for you this week, Josh? Uh, well, I guess I'll look into that Fatal Frame game, especially if it's on the Switch. I might might take a gander just to see what it's all about. If it's just some kind of rehashing of an older one, then maybe not. But that's 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 big news. Fatal yeah. Frame needs support. Fatal Frame need we need a new one every generation, honestly. Absolutely. <sighs> just like we need a new Deadly Premonition every generation. <laughs> all right, coming up next, we got 
Dale and his retro recap. Hey, what's up, Mojo Weekly listeners? This is Dale, and welcome back to this week's recap of the latest retro re-releases, remasters, and remakes. As always, credit for this goes to Mr. GSK from Retronauts.com and LimitedRunGames.com. Let's get to it. Hitting physically this week from LimitedRunGames.com comes Blood Rain 1 and Blood Rain 2 revamped editions. And this is for the PS4 and Switch, and these are remasters from the original PS2 and Xbox era games from the early 2000s. And those are the third-person action games from that era. Actually first hit the PC a few months back, and Limited Run is putting them out in physical form. Just the bare-bones disc for $35, or collector's edition with keychains, soundtrack, posters, and more for $65. And they will be hitting digitally on current platforms in a few weeks. From Strictly Limited Games comes Panorama Cotton and Cotton 100% for the PS4, Switch, and actual authorized uh, SNES and Genesis cartridges also. And those range from €25 to €65 as this abundance of cotton reissues continues. Moving on to digital releases this week from the Arcade Archives, we have Mappy for the Switch and PS4 for $8, and Mappy is the latest Napco classic that get the Arcade Archives treatment this week. The 1983 arcade original is the up-down maze game that features a mouse trying to dodge enemies and close doors in order to move on. GSK wrote a touching tribute to one of Mappy's designers who recently passed, Hiroshi Ono, on the Retronauts webpage that I highly encourage a perusal. The G-Mode archives this this week is Momoko 1200% for the Switch in Japan for 500 yen. It is a sequel to Momoko 120%, and is a port of a 2006 Japan mobile game that has an interesting concept where the heroine grows and evolves after every run-and-gun level. I saw the trailer, it actually looked pretty interesting. Coming to PC via Steam is Dual Souls 20th Anniversary, ranging from $6 to $12.50 if you get all the DLC. And that, or excuse me, that contains multiple PC and GBA iterations and all new content of a fighting game series that, according to GSK, tried to emulate the Neo Geo style of fighting game on a portable. Up next, and exclusively to Facebook users, comes the VR installment of Resident Evil 4. The VR makeover bestows this game with a first-person perspective and having to physically incorporate motions to aim, reload, and etc. Actually looks kind of interesting, like legitimately fun. So please all registered Facebook users, have fun with that. Just a few other random tidbits to wrap up with. The Capcom Arcade Stadium that hit earlier this year on Steam, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Well now all the 10 10 game packs are currently 25% off and now all games can be purchased individually for $2 each. On Steam, the King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match Final Edition is having a community rollback network beta that is shooting to greatly improve the game's online play capabilities. And off Sega's Japanese website, you can order the Mega Drive Tower Mini Zero for 4,950 yen. Now this oddity is a non-working attachment to the Mega Drive Mini in Japan, which is a replication of the master system converter if you remember that thing and it comes with non-working mini rep 
replications of all the Master System cartridges and cards that are unlockable for the in-game Master System for the recent game Lost Judgment. That wraps it up for this week. The music you're listening to is off the Blood Rain 2 original soundtrack. Back to you, John and Jash. That was Dale. Oh, that, that was Dale. Dale. God, I love I love that game. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> Dale, Dale coming at us from North Dakota. Uh time for the game spotlight. Josh, before we get to the game spotlight, we're gonna talk about Grey Lancer, right? And uh before we do, I mentioned either last week or the week before when we talked about this game, I was like, Man, I played that thing on uh Wii Virtual Console and it's yep. boring as fuck. And, uh, and, and I'm like, I don't get why people love this. And then we talked about a little bit more and I was like, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Well, while I was sitting here with my thumb in my ass waiting for you to log into Skype, I decided to check out some video, (laughs) some video of, uh, Grey Lancer and, um, and, uh, and that video, uh, being your video of Grey Lancer. And, uh, I was thinking of a completely different game also for the Genesis, also came out on WiiWare, also people made a big deal of it when it came out on WiiWare, and that game was Biohazard Battle. That game sucks oh. balls. Interesting. And, uh, so I, uh, I, I did not play Grey Lancer, so I'm going to let you educate me <clears throat> and the listeners about Grey Lancer. Yeah, here's the thing, and it, and that it is an interesting conversation because the last few weeks we've we've mentioned it and we brought it up when it was like, oh, it's a new release. Here's Glaylancer. Have you tried this one? It was a big deal. People threw a fit about it when it never came to the U.S. back in the '90s. I never heard of it. I remember seeing screenshots potentially. I think I recognize the, the 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 cover art, you know, for the game. But I'm like, eh, whatever. It's just another shoot 'em up on the Genesis. I mean, there's so many yeah. that came out. How does it stand out? And um, Dude, it really does. Um, I played it for the first time yesterday. So am I an expert on the game? Fuck no. I only got about halfway through it. I got to the end of the fourth stage. I think it's like... So first off, if you like um, video games that are old, that you've never played, but yet you still get a nostalgia feel for, because it has bits and pieces of the entire history of like late 80s and early 90s shoot-em-up style, this is the game for you. Um, One of the composers, uh, Noriyuki uh, Awadare... I believe I'm probably butchering that, but he has done the music in Grandia and Lunar games, including some more recent games like Radiator Stories and some other RPGs that have come out. He's done a lot of really good music um, that's come out in a lot of the RPGs that we love. So the fucking soundtrack is stellar. Like it's really good. Um, yeah, man, that guy did uh, Lunar, the Silver Star, did uh, yeah. Langrisser, S- yeah. Sim Earth on the Sega CD, <laughs> Langrisser too. He's <laughs> man, his his uh, resume is massive yeah so right off the bat there's a lot of um interesting parallax in the game the graphics are gorgeous the music's awesome um and it does just enough to trick you to make the game challenging but the game isn't um cheap it you die and you lose because you're not paying attention or you get cocky or you feel comfortable and then it fucking throws you right in this thing and says like don't get comfortable no do not get comfortable because we're going to kill you 
Um, I'd say it's somewhere between, like, say an easier shoot 'em up, like Star Parodia or, or uh, man, like Gradius. You know, something. I wouldn't say Gradius is easy. God, that was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. But you know, easier, easier shoot 'em ups that are like, oh, that's not very challenging. And then the the most difficult challenges ever, which I would consider like R type or um, Image Fight stuff like that. It's somewhere in the middle. It does enough to be entertaining and fun so that you can get a few stages in and get comfortable and understand the gameplay. But as soon as you die, um, it's it's not the kind where you spawn back in. It's the kind where you have to start back at a checkpoint. So it's got that Gradius or R-Type style to it. Um, the music's great. The, I've said music a lot of times, but I really fucking love the music. And I don't know why, because I've never heard this game before. I've never seen it being played before, but I get a nostalgia feel for it, even though I've only played it in the last 24 hours. Yeah. So... There's a lot going on there. It's a one-player side-scrolling shoot 'em up. Um, it's probably, and, and this is only one day having played it. But if I was going to consider Gaieres my favorite Genesis shoot 'em up, I would say this is like one B. Like this is right up there with it. It's just wow. as good. It's fun. It's a lot. It's a good game. And interestingly, we were playing a bunch of shoot 'em ups last night on my stream, and I popped in Thunder Force Three. And I, I think it's a better game than Thunder Force Three. Like I huh. think it's it's a it's a really good game. Um, I recommend everybody try it. What's it on the? It's on the Switch eShop for like seven bucks or something like that. Something that's like, like that, that's yeah. a coin and coin in the bucket. Just, yeah, just to try it out. It's on. It's on everything um, now. It's on PS4, five, Xbox One, Series X, all that stuff. Yep. So you can get it pretty much everywhere. Um, man, I'm looking at the at the review scores from this back in the day. Um, Famitsu. So they're kind of all over the board, but Famitsu only gave this game a 22 out of 40. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Um, Eurogamer gave it a four out of ten. What the hell? Yeah, but then you've got you other, know you know, and other places scored it much higher. Like it looks like it topped out around the eights, you know, eighty um, percent. But kind of all over the board for this game. Yeah, and it, 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 that's the thing, though. In nineteen ninety two, I mean, we had already experienced so many great shoot 'em ups. What does this do that makes it entirely different from everything else? Mm-hmm. Not a lot. It kind of honestly pays homage to a lot of different games, because in this game you get those options or those little satellite ships that float around you. Yep. And when you're first starting the game, it gives you like eight options, eight different styles of gameplay. One of them is like where you can have the option sit next to you and shoot forward. And then the next option below it is it'll shoot the opposite direction that you're facing. So if you start to like go to the right, it'll turn around and shoot to your left. Yeah. And then there's one where it's like a shadow uh, options where all the options that you collect will f- float around following you like Gradius. So you can, you can change the gameplay to whatever you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable with R-Type, if you're comfortable with Gradius, if you're comfortable with... I don't know, like the it, the um, there's one called rolling where the option just rolls around you the entire time. Yeah, there, which is the one that looks awesome. like the freaking you, like you've got a pair of sabers next to you is also like swords next to you. That one's pretty sweet. I did not like that. It reminded me a little bit of Radiant Silver Gun. And <laughs> yeah. I love Radiant Silver Gun, but I don't like melee strikes in my uh, shoot 'em ups unless it's Lords of Thunder. Yeah, right. But like, yeah, that was that. Those things are like sitting there around you, and yeah, you you get like a three inch like attack with those things, and when things are all over you, it it gets rough. It gets chaotic fast. So, mm. I swore a ton last night. I think I made up swear words last night while playing it. Um, but. I'm I'm really excited to get back to it. Like I want to try it again. I want to play it some more. I think it's going to be one of those that I keep coming back to. Is it as good? Is it as good as Gate of Thunder? Of course not. But Gate of Thunder, I've been playing for 25 years. So, um, I don't know, dude. It's it's good. It's good. It was a completely out of nowhere super surprise. All I wanted to do is try it for like 20 minutes, and I wound up playing it for an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's a blast. Um, 
Also interesting about this one is, man, there's a lot of story. If you sit through that opening like Holy story shit, thing, it's yeah. it's it's over five minutes long. Um, yep. I was I was and there in every, every two or three stages, you get more cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. I, I was taking a peek at like a long play of it, and I was kind of yep. you, know, you know how you mouse over the 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 loading bar of the YouTube video, and you can see where the you know where the frames are and stuff, and what the video looks like as you're mousing over. It just went on for and on and on, and I'm like, can I? I yep. just want to look at the gameplay here. I want to look at sorry the gameplay uh, here. The gameplay. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, cool game. I'll probably check it out because it's not Biohazard Battle. Because again, that game sucks. That um, game does suck. Yeah. As soon as you you'd mentioned like you were bored with it when you you know we played it twenty some years ago, and I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. I popped it in, and then it popped up Messiah. NCS and I'm like, oh, these guys did Shockman. These guys did all sorts of really great PC Engine shoot 'em ups. Like, hold on here, I think this is good. And then, and then the music kicked in and the intro stuff. And oh, <sighs> nah, it's it's good. It's a good game. Right on. All right, time, my friend, for the last question. You ready? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. What is a game, and Christ, I hope I haven't asked this before, but who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> what is a game that you disliked back in the day, and then you went back, played it many years later, and you were like, oh, this is actually a good fucking game? Oh, uh, shit. Oh, I've got probably a few. Oh, man. Okay, so give me a second here. Sure. A game that I was like, yeah, this sucks ass, and then I came back to it 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what? last night for the very first time, I wouldn't say first time ever because I remember popping it in in the 90s and thinking this is stupid shit, and that's Herzog Spy for the Sega Genesis. Oh, wow, yeah. I never could get it. I never understood it. Yeah. Jokingly, I played it again last night. I still don't really get it, but I think that's one that once I get into it and I can grasp the concept of it, I think I will enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm like speaking future tense. Like <laughs> yeah, future Josh is going to like it. I'll tell you what, though. When I first, when my buddy Jake first got his GameCube and I had an Xbox already and I was, of course, a fucking diehard Dreamcast guy. I wasn't going to get any new systems because I was pissed about everything. He brought over his GameCube and he's like, look at this new Star Wars game. And I'm like, Star Wars, Schmar Wars. <laughs> and then he's like, look at Luigi's Mansion. And I'm like, what? This looks like shit. Um I did not like Luigi's Mansion when it first came out on the GameCube, um, but then years later, I gotta say, now that there's a trilogy of Luigi's Mansion games and I've got to kind of play them with my kids and stuff, those are pretty awesome games. It's like this awesome take on a Mario slash Resident Evil, you know, survival horror-ish in a cutesy world. Yep. Um, I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, and it was hilarious because when Luigi's Mansion came out and uh, a couple of my buddies were like, yeah, this game's so good, this, go- so ga- this is so great, so great. And I'm like, you know what? Screw you guys. I've got grabbed by the ghoulies. Oh, my I've lord. I've got grabbed by the ghoulies. That Boy, game. Is that game a shit. Yeah, it, it is. is terrible. Um, anyway, that'd yeah. be it. Luigi's Mansion, I think, is a good, 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 good selection. Yeah, I think uh, I've got not much more recent, but a little more recent example. When Uncharted, the first Uncharted came out. Um, oh. I don't know if you know uh, Torgo. He used to do the uh, PlayStation Nation podcast. I do know Torgo. Yeah. I interviewed him years ago because he used to work for TTI. Yep, uh, he was uh, he was at my house for the weekend, and uh, and it was just when Uncharted came out, and he picked it up here in town, and uh, was we were playing it, and I was like, yeah, it looks really good, but Jesus, this is boring as shit. Um, I, I sat and, I sat and watched him play for like an hour, two hours. I'm like, fuck, this is boring. Um, 
and never didn't huh. play it until like probably a couple of years later um, when I picked it up like in a bargain bin and I was like, I'll give it another shot. The thing is, is he was playing it on the hardest difficulty and the Uncharted games are boring as fuck if you're playing them on the hardest difficulty because all those enemies really? are like bullet sponges. You can shoot them 30 oh, yeah. times and they just keep coming back at you. Um, yep. My my uh, my method with the Uncharted games, how I enjoy them is I crank it down to easy and I just enjoy the ride. Um, like it, a movie. Yeah, because yep. it's you're basically playing through a movie. You're blasting some guys every now and then, and then you're doing all sorts of crazy stunts and climbing mountains and shit, and that's how it's entertaining to me. Now I love those games. Love them. Absolutely adore those games, and I hope they somehow make some more. But my first impression of Uncharted was not a good one. In fact, uh, Moe and Hilden and I spent a lot of episodes of Team Fremont Live just making fun of that shit because we were like, this sucks. No yeah, because it was like it it looks beautiful, but man, boring as hell. But then after a while, I'm like, I'll give it another go. So he was playing it yeah, on the crazy. hardest difficulty. So where it takes, like I said, 30 shots to kill a drone, you know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. you know, that's an interesting pick. I like that. Yeah. I, I do like the Uncharted series. It's something I actually missed out on because I was a fucking never PlayStation guy yeah. until the end of the PS3 era, and then I wound up picking up like the trilogy on on the ps3 and played through the first two which are absolutely amazing um on the ps3 and uh currently playing through the third one currently meaning i pick it up once every three years <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned uncharted because uh, an additional news bit is the uncharted trailer just dropped so if you haven't seen that yet there's yeah. a movie coming out in february yeah uh i, I think it looks marky mark i think it looks fine you know uh a yeah. lot of, as as with everything these days so much nerd rage out there about it and uh, and I'm just like, guys, it's it it looks like the games, you know. And okay, so yeah. so maybe Spider Man looks a little young, or maybe he doesn't. It's supposed to be an origin story. Marky Mark needs a mustache, and they need to gray him up a little bit. But other than that, I don't care. It's just gonna like the games. It's gonna be a fun popcorn ride. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all yep. it is. And I'm fine yep. with that. Anyway, enough of that. That's it for us. If you want more of our crap. Go to mojomenace.com where we have forums. Mojomenace.com slash forums. At the top right of the page, there is a link to our Discord chat, and there is almost always somebody chatting up some crap in our Discord. Uh, so you can chat with us, maybe play some games. Man, we played some Back for Blood the other night. So fun. So fun. Love that nice. game. Anyway, youtube.com slash mojomenace, twitch.tv slash mojomenace, all the social medias, same. Josh, where can they find you? If you would like to continue the conversation with me about Uncharted or any crazy-ass games, uh, especially Glelancer, on the Twitterverse, you can always find me at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore, as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!